Hey everybody, it's Sam Jacobs. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Sales Hacking Podcast and to Friday Fundamentals. We've got this week's guest back on the show. It's Stephanie Cox. She's the VP of Sales and Marketing at Lumivate. Lumivate is this incredible company that helps you and anybody else build an app with no coding experience and uh, and really no experience at all. You can be just a newborn baby, but you can be building an app using Lumivate's tools. So uh, it's amazing. They work with all kinds of amazing companies, and um, and she's been there for from the early days. And she runs essentially she runs sales marketing customer success and support and product management so she she leads a huge part of the company and she's going to be talking to us about her key for career success and it's a really great insight now before we get there we want to thank our sponsor Friday Fundamentals is brought to you by Outreach. Outreach triples the productivity of sales teams and empowers them to drive predictable and measurable revenue growth. By prioritizing the right activities and scaling customer engagement with intelligent automation, Outreach makes customer-facing teams more effective and improves visibility into what really drives results. Stephanie, welcome back to the show. Thanks. Glad it's Friday. <laughs> it's so it's what a great Friday it is. Our question to you is this: what's your top your number one piece of advice and your secret formula for career success? That's such a great question. It took me a while to figure this out. So the first you know, seven years of my career, I did not know this. And it happened when I was at Ingersoll Rand. I realized that what I had been doing, you know, I was seven years into my career at that point, And I was kind of like suggesting ideas and you know, I'd been promoted and all that other stuff. So I was successful, but I would suggest ideas and no one would maybe listen. Or I feel like I'd ask permission to do my job. And I started realizing, well, I think it was like the, I was sitting in a meeting. I can even tell you what the room looked like because I remember it so clearly. And what happened was I had said something and I swear I've been talking about it for like four weeks and someone else said, it, and they're like, that's a great idea. And I was like, oh, hot damn. So I got real mad that night. And I just said, I'm going to stop suggesting things. I'm just going to start doing things and not asking for permission. And I started doing that the next day. What and was this I, particular thing? It was real stupid. <laughs> it was real stupid. So at the time, I managed subscriber engagement. We were a home automation platform that allows you to control you know, your lights, your door locks, thermostat, et cetera, from your phone. And back in 2010, that was a pretty big deal because it wasn't really something, a smart home wasn't a concept that a lot of people knew of like they do today. And we were talking about this change to the product and I had been suggesting it for a while and literally no one, I swear, like I, I was like, do I not speak clearly? Like what is going on? And then someone else said it and I was just, they're like, oh, everyone else like, that's a great idea. And I was just got really upset about it. And it wasn't the first time. I think there's a lot of people both men and women that can, especially if you're early on in your career, who feel like I suggested this and no one listened to me. And what I realized is I'm not going to do that anymore. And I stopped and I started just doing things that I thought were right for my business and my role. And then I started realizing there were other areas of the business that I don't feel like we're being attended to. And in the past, you might bring up an idea like, hey, well, what if we do this You know, for this area? And everyone might be like, oh, that's an interesting idea, but nothing ever happened. So I said, screw it. I'm just going to do it. So I started doing that. And I started just, if I saw a problem in the business, I just started fixing it. And I was like, well, at some point, someone's going to tell me to knock it off, right? Well, guess what? You do great work. No one tells you to knock it off. Instead, what's the, they, big, what's the biggest example of something where you, that was the furthest outside of your scope of responsibilities at that point? Oh, in that role? Oh, gosh. I think, you know, starting to take over a little bit more of 
of the product and starting to take over, you know, pricing and how that, how that worked. I just started doing it. I was like, well, this is, you know, this is feedback we're getting. No one's doing anything with it. I'm going to put together an entire pricing model and suggest it and just basically present it and say, this is what we should move to. And here's the product requirements for it. I think the, um, you know, another example was back then we used mesh technology. So Z-Wave to create this kind of mesh network in your house, which is how all the devices connected to it, which is really great if you're a tech person and you understand the words I just said. But if you're like my mom, you have no idea. <laughs> and that's who was buying our product at Lowe's. So, you know, I basically worked with, I said, like, this is a problem. We need to fix this. And so I worked with a couple of other people on the team. We figured out this whole different way to onboard new customers. No one told me to do it. I was just like, this is broken. I need some help figuring this out. And I grabbed people to do it. Like that wasn't my job, but it was a problem. And guess what? Like no one told me to knock it off. Has anyone ever told you to knock it off? (laughs) I mean, sometimes like in the past, before I ran sales, sometimes sales would be like, you need to stop peeing on my stuff. (laughs) And (laughs) I joke with people about it all the time because you know, like there are some territory, some, some people can be territorial. And I always say like, you have, like they kind of pee on their space and you, they don't like it when you come near it. Like dogs marking territory, maybe is a way to think about it. But sometimes they're just like, you got to knock it and like knock it off. But I typically find if you're doing great work and you're helping someone else, even if you're getting into their business, they appreciate the help because they're not having to deal with it and you're solving a problem for them. So that's, I mean, if you look at my time at Lumivate, like that's why I started as the VP of marketing and now I oversee sales, customer success and support and product management. And each of those, you know, I took over sales and that opportunity kind of came to me and was asked to do it. But with customer success and support and product management, you know, I started noticing once I was owning sales and marketing, there was an issue and a disconnect when customers came on board. And I didn't like, you know, how things were kind of, running. And so I just started, they didn't report to me, but I just started influencing it and doing stuff. And then by that time, like it made sense for them to then start reporting to me because I pretty much was telling them what to do anyways and helping them think through the strategy and have process and all that other stuff. And same thing with product management, which is actually a really funny story around how that happened. I can code and I can be a little dangerous. (laughs) All of our engineers would, would agree to this. And I wanted some components Think of them as like visual building blocks for your app and the platform and they didn't have time to do it. And so I was like, screw it, I'll do it. So like one night I literally coded for like four hours and I was like, hey, these work on the platform now. And they were like, what did you do? And it worked. And then they're like, you know, crap. Okay. And then I got what I wanted. And then, you know, start, I started providing more direction around here's, you know, how I would see the product evolving. Here's what customers are saying. Here's what prospects are saying. Let me help you figure out the product roadmap. Let me help you figure out how we should be writing requirements. Let's think, you know, it took me about a year to convince, you know, the engineering to move to more of an agile sprint process. And, you know, I took over about, it's been about a year since I took over product management, but all of that was because I saw a problem and I didn't think it was being done the way that it needed to be. And so I just started butting my nose into it and taking over and providing direction. And no one told me to knock it off because <laughs> no one that. does. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've all, you all, you also sort of always framed it as 
being helpful. I think that's probably something that you're doing intuitively that maybe is the reason that some people don't tell you to knock it off. But that's great advice and amazing and inspirational because now you're looking look how far you've come. So that's awesome. Stephanie, if folks want to reach out to you there, I'm sure there's some people inspired by this story and wondering how far is too far? and What if I get fired? <laughs> What's the right way to, to get in touch with you so that uh, people that are listening can connect? Yep. You can hit me up on LinkedIn or on Twitter, StephanieCox04. Awesome. If folks want to reach out to me, you can uh, linkedin.com forward slash the word in forward slash Sam F. Jacobs. Thanks again to our sponsor for Friday Fundamentals Outreach. If you haven't checked out Outreach on Outreach, which is how Outreach does Outreach, go to outreach.io forward slash. I think it's on Outreach or at least Outreach on Outreach. Figure it out, but somewhere on the, on the Outreach website. We thank them for the support. Stephanie, thanks so much for being our, our guest on the show this week. My pleasure.